Hey everybody, and welcome back to Popcorn Prattle. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Marcus Sally, executive producer of Shenanigans Incorporated, and one of the co-creators of Popcorn Prattle. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. We are but a humble podcast that enjoys talking about movies, not in a pretentious way, but as if you just got done watching a really good movie on Netflix, because you really shouldn't be out in the theaters right now, um, and now you want to talk about it with your best good buddies, over Google Hangout. And as always, I am joined by my best good buddies via satellite, as they say in the WWE. Let me introduce you to them. First up, you know him, you love him. It's the man, the myth, the legend. It's Steven. Steven, say hi to the folks at home. Hi, folks at home via Google Hangout. And of course, you know her. She's the ever so lovely, the ever so talented. Hey, it's Lindley. Lindley, say hi to the folks at home. Hello, folks at home. And once again, we are joined by my good friend, Danny. Say hi to the folks at home for show two. Good morning, friends. How are you? Guys, <laughs> I am not going to lie. I have gotten a chance to see many a movie during this time. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like some like. Some like decently like like even movies that I was like oh, I'll watch that like at a different time today now is that time to just stay inside and not be around people. Uh huh. Uh huh. Say that. You say know? that part. Say that part again. What are you oh, doing? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to stay inside. Oh yes. Again for the people in the back. Thank you. And not be around people. I'm not going to go to the beach. Um. Oh, God, the beach. Mm, Let's not mm. go to the beach. Beach. Mm-hmm. We are spilling some quality tea oh, on popcorn prattle. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, guys, I um I hope that you all are are being safe as well. I hope that you all are are feeling well. Um, first and foremost, um, because it is it is getting rougher every day. Um, and this, and, and folks at home, this, this, this whole podcast, you know, this is not, this is not about, you know, uh, being political or trying to scare you or anything like that. This is not, uh, the quote unquote coronavirus episode. Um, this is, we're going to do what we, what we've always done, um, during times of hardship. We are going to talk about movies. We are going to freak out. About movies. Um, we are going to make movies and movie news. We are going to make it the most important thing in the world. Um, and for the next hour, hour and a half, two hours, you, you know how we do. Um, that's all we're going to focus on. And that's all we want you to focus on. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, there are there are so many people who are nervous and scared and angry and just all, all sorts of things. Uh, I encourage you, turn off the news for a bit. The news isn't going anywhere. And quite frankly, if you turn it on, you already know what you're going to get into. Okay? Turn it off. Relax. Grab your family. This is the perfect time to introduce Popcorn Prattle to your family. Hey, family, we come with flowers. Okay? We, we took a shower. All right? We're smelling really good. We put on some perfume and some cologne. We put on our best duds. Okay? We're ready to meet the folks. We're ready to meet the family. Okay, <laughs> this is a weird analogy for Bob and Prattle. As, as I guess, <laughs> I know where this is going. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. I just kept, I just kept going and going and going. I didn't know where we were gonna end up. And what we're here, we're here at the dinner table. Um, this is yeah. the most successful relationship I've had in years. <laughs> You're telling me. God. So sad. Yeah. It is sad. Yeah. Uh, but listen, uh, I'm not going to, we're not going to do our normal, uh, you know, uh, you know, go on iTunes and whatnot, even though you should. Um, but we do encourage you this. If you, if you like this episode, if you feel like this episode can help somebody, I encourage you share it, share it with somebody or again, pause it. Bring the family in. Let them listen to it. I'm sure Stephen, even in crisis, Stephen will still make me mad. And I will still want to punch him in a kneecap. But it's fine. That's just how we've always been. Marcus. Marcus. Why did Darth Vader cross the road? Please don't do this to me. Please don't do this. No, no, no. Go, go, Stephen. I want to hear this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Why did Darth Vader cross the road? Stephen. Stephen. Steven, listen to me. I'm going to need you to not... I'm <laughs> Get to the dark side? <laughs> How did I not see that coming? I don't know how. I like that one. I, I don't understand. I like that I really want to... I really want to punch him. I really... No, don't punch him. I really him. just want to punch him. He might I have really more do. jokes. I mm, that's that's the problem, Danny. You can't he does. punch him. You can't touch him. You gotta stay six feet away. Six feet. Yeah, away. yeah. Stay stay away Be from safe. me. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Everybody, Ouch. wash yeah, your hands. Man. I'm fed up with this world. Oh <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're laughing. We're having a good time. Sit back, relax. Uh, Danny, Stephen, Lindley, are you guys ready? Ready. Ready. Guys, let's put that hand sanitizer on and let's prattle. Um, so, this show, because this is weird, audience, um, because there's not really like a lot of movie news happening right now um, outside of... Well, that's that's not entirely true. There is There are some rumblings, but with the state of things, no one really knows, um, you know, when... When are the next new movies coming out? Um, so, like I said, there is plenty. There is plenty to watch um, online. There's still plenty of shows to watch. Um, some of them are getting differently formatted, like uh, Monday Night Raw, Friday mm-hmm. Night SmackDown, um, AEW. Uh, the other day, I know there's all wrestling promotions, um, but it's it's interesting to watch wrestling without an audience yeah it's it's weird and then it's at the same time it's kind of like i kind of dig this because you don't have obnoxious fans um i know trevor noah is um i know he's been doing like uh he's been doing like um like webcam stuff Mm -hmm. um which is which is interesting um it's i i listened to part of his show and it was weird because he was saying jokes and they were funny, but it was just me laughing, mm. um, which kind of made it a little funnier. Like, I felt like I was listening to a one man podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's 
there's if there's guys there's still plenty there's still plenty to do to occupy your day um especially in regards to film and tv uh so we're gonna kick off tonight danny um has like a couple of things uh that she wants to recommend to you to binge watch um danny set it up for us what are we what are we binging hello friends so um like most of you uh a very mass amount of you you are now working from home uh as am i and i think that for me and it always has puzzled people that i can have television on in the background while i'm actually doing work which mm-hmm. people find that very interesting to me it's just like listening to music uh so i put together a list that i would like to title working from home or hardly working <laughs> all right I like background binging okay so <laughs> i like it i like it these are the things that you are that you can watch while you're quote unquote at work when you're supposed to be working quote unquote working um there are a couple rules that I, I that i like to follow for myself Here's the reason why, because you can't just, if you put on certain things, you're not going to actually accomplish tasks and we want to stay gainfully employed. So that's the Mm. goal. So, um, their rules, more like what you would call guidelines. Uh, number one, they're more like guidelines, really. Uh, Pale, the first thing (laughs) is you want to find, (laughs) you want to find long epics or series with multiple seasons. So we're talking about trilogies, TV shows with, I would say, a minimum of four seasons or more. That's what you want to okay. look for. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a one-hour show. We'll get to the to the, the actual suggestions. It doesn't have to be a one-hour show. It could be a 30-minute a show. But you want to look with something that has a lot of seasons because you want to fill a lot of time. So I would caution you against anything that is currently in production because once you binge it and you get to the cliffhanger, then you're going to be upset. And remember (laughs) rule number one, you don't want to, you don't want to be distracted by what is on the television. Also listen to it at a low temp, at temperature, listen to it at a low volume. (laughs) You should have a low temperature when you're watching it. Absolutely. That is absolutely true. Not too low. Not too low. <laughs> Otherwise, um, <laughs> don't go to the doctor. <laughs> uh, yes, turn the binge watching off and go to the doctor. Uh, right. No, don't go to the doctor. Call your doctor. Oh, yes. You know what, Lindley? You are right. Call your doctor, and then go, then if he tells you to come, then go to the doctor. Uh, try to stick to one streaming service per sitting Mm. you're gonna be sitting at your workspace for a long extended period of time you don't want to be going back and forth between streaming services so pick one that you can get a lot of use out of this is not to say that when you get up to have lunch or make lunch you can't switch over that would be the ideal time to switch over is when you're getting up to do something else I've, I've thought this out, guys. I do this a lot. I was about to say, this, this is actually, this, this is, is really good. <laughs> like, I'm actually learning a lot right now. <laughs> okay. So, I, I, well, because I work, where I work, I sit at my desk for extended periods of time. Okay. Looking at spreadsheets and 
programming and stuff like that. And so I need something that is not pulling focus, but can keep me actively engaged. And this is what I found that has worked. And I have perfected this over five years. So I would also say to pick something that you are very familiar with, something that you have seen that was in syndication or you watched it while it ran on television when it first came out. Because then you already know, you know when the jokes are coming, you know what, what how the story rolls, uh, and you're mm. not gonna be trying to keep up with the story. Because you're still at work in your pajamas on your couch. Now, see, I flipped the page. The page is I wrote this down. Okay, so I have some recommendations. That's right. <laughs> I know, I'm hilarious. Okay, so uh, <laughs> the first thing that I put on this list is one that I have been watching and I, I frequently go to, which is Lord of the Rings. It, it, mm. They are three hour long epics and your whole work day will be done by the time you have finished Return of the King. So that's always a good option. Golden Girls is a great option because, mm. you know, it's ran for a long time on television. Most people have seen all of the episodes. They are still funny. They hold up to this day. I know because I keep watching them. Uh, <laughs> Dark Knight series. Also a very good option. If you are looking for another television show, an hour-long epic would be Scandal or SVU. Those are good options. Ooh, SVU. SVU is good because, you know, you know you know what the story is, okay? Crime. <laughs> they investigate the crime. Murder? They prosecute the crime. It's over. <laughs> Done. You know that. So that's always a good option. Pirates of the Caribbean, one through three, and five. Skip four. Thank you. Don't you. Need to Thank see you. That. Five. <laughs> Thank you. What was you. four again? Was four black Four was the one with the hot yeah. priest and the mermaid. That was Stranger Tides. You don't need that in your life. That's <laughs> right. The one that they never referenced again. No. <laughs> you don't need that matter. kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> You're right, Lily. It doesn't matter. So one through three, skip four, go to five. Uh, okay. Yeah, Jane the Virgin is a good option because mm. they it's it's storytelling, so they kind of narrate a lot of it, so that mm. you don't have to constantly look at the television and know what's going on. Monk mm. is awesome. I have a theme. I did like, like Monk. Monk is amazing. Uh, Parks and Rec, Criminal <gasps> Minds. Ooh, yes. Living Single, A Different World. Now. Here's the thing, because a lot of times I will turn on some of these options and I'll find mm -hmm. myself, even though I've seen them, I'll find myself getting distracted. So I have some go-tos that I know I've seen enough that I don't need to get, I won't get distracted by. Clue, always a good option. Oh, love that. Until you get to the end with uh, Madeline Kahn, Flames. Flames. On the, on the side Flames. of my face. Flames. On the side of my face. You have to stop. You do. You have to stop. 
If you have Disney Plus, I would say anything that falls under the category of out of the vault, good option. Mm-hmm. Good options. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where I always end up in the mm-hmm. MCU. My go to right now is Endgame. Mm-hmm. It's three hours. You turn it on in the background, there's lots of guns going off and things are happening, you know, and I don't need to be. I don't need to watch it until Avengers Assemble and then I go back to work. So, let's be clear. Ah, I have priorities. You're so right. (laughs) I have priorities. Infinity War, Black Panther, Civil War. Those are my top choices for binge watching, you know, background binging, because Mm -hmm. that will get you through your workday. It'll keep you upbeat and engaged and it will make the work not seem as, I don't know, such a drag because you're at home and you still have to work. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now, if all else fails, pick a streaming service, pick an actor, hit autoplay, and you'll be good. Mm. And that concludes... Working from home or hardly working, background binging. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You get a golf clap. That was, that was delightful. And Thank you. That was well researched. Thank you. Yeah. I love the Thank paper you. flipping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's how you know. Yeah, yeah, that's how you know she knows what she's talking about. The paper flipping. It's, it's very, it's very, um, it's very well thought out, and it's, and it's just very smart. Just like, um, just some of the suggestions that you had, where you're right, you don't want to watch, you don't want to start like a new series. Mm-hmm. You kind of want to stick to a series that you that you are familiar with. Um, today, I was watching, uh, I watched Creed and Creed Two. Mm-hmm. Nice. First mm-hmm. off, they they both still hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was nice because I was able to do, I was, I, I was doing some audio recording. And so I just kind of had it on the background um, and then I would pause it to record. And then while I'm editing, I'm like, all right, let's turn it on. And it was nice because I, I know the movie so well, I didn't have to turn around and see the fight. I'm like, yep, this is where this happens. This is where this happens. Here's this line. Ah, yeah, bravo. <laughs> well, thanks, friends. Yes, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Now, now speaking of what to binge watch, um, and choosing uh, choosing a streaming service, uh, Stephen actually got a chance to to watch something on Netflix recently. Um, what did you watch, Stephen? I watched Castlevania season three. Ooh. Yeah, it turns out when um, schools close down and. You don't really have to do that much outside of school. There's actually a lot of time to, I don't know, watch stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have to watch kids old... like every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, what's this? I plan all my lessons online now, and then I when I go home, I don't have to worry about anything. Okay. Uh, nice. It's, it's not nice. It, it's really weird and anxious but you know what i'm glad i got to binge this because holy crap Hmm. if you have seen the first two seasons of castlevania this one knocks them both out the park um 
it's really hard for me to go into any kind of detail about what exactly happens. Um, but I'll do my best because it's, it's a slow burn kind of season where, you know, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the second season, um, at the end of the second season, they kill Dracula. (gasps) And from there, it's kind of like, well, where are they going to go from there? Um, basically you have all these characters who were introduced in season two and season three kind of picks up with all their disparate, uh, storylines and basically develops them. Uh, and they're seemingly not very connected at first. Uh, but as the series continues on, you start to realize what they're doing and they are setting up like the most epic, all-out vampire war versus humans versus other vampires versus uh, other vampires from other countries and continents. And yeah, like it, suffice it to say, and I mean this pun in every sense of the word, by the time the season ends, all hell literally breaks loose. (laughs) Um, Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's a really strong season. The animation is just gorgeous and beautiful. Um, like I don't like. I feel like it just it gets better as each season goes. Um, I will have to say, in the next to last episode, there are some very how do I put this nicely upsetting sex scenes that are not at all erotic they're just very um they're very upsetting and disturbing let's say um and uh, that's that's a new dimension that the show goes in um it literally makes you cringe to watch them because of who the characters are and what they want and um kind of how it all ends i'm not going to spoil anything but uh it it does um have a point um but basically by the time you get to the end of it like literally the whole next to last episode is like 90 percent all-out battle um you know you got uh trevor and sypha uh fighting you know basically the hordes of hell uh, you've got uh, other vampires trying to fight their way towards powers. Um, it, it's a really complicated season to sum up, but it's it's really good, and I feel like it's the right direction for this show. Because, you know, you think Castlevania, you think, okay, you already killed Dracula, so where's there left to go? They set up infinite possibilities with this one, um, and let's just say it does not end on as happy of a note as season two did, basically. Um, so yeah, still R-rated as hell and, um, very bloody. Uh, but from an animation perspective, the, uh, animation, uh, especially the action scenes, um, they just keep getting better and better, I feel, um, and it really uh, does push the series forward. Uh, so it's t- uh, 10 episodes long, really good. 
Um, I highly recommend it if you're interested in it. Gotcha. I, I kind of fell out of uh, Castlevania uh, towards the beginning of season two, not because it was bad, but something else uh, I think came on that I wanted to binge watch more. Ooh, you got You got to give it another shot. <laughs> well, and then I got then I got more and more into anime because like as I was watching it, like that's all I kept thinking was like, oh my gosh, like like this reminds me of some like really like kick ass anime that I used to watch. Um, but now that I am, I am now caught up on most of my anime series. Uh, I think I'm going to give, uh, I think I'm going to give Castlevania another shot. Cause. Again, oh, do you will not um, be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things. Um, and it, I'm sure it must be, it has to be better than, um, than B stars. I don't know if you guys have seen that. <laughs> those what? trailers. What's yeah. B stars? Oh my God. Prepare yourself, Lindley. Steven. Do you remember Nightmare? The board game? No. The fanfic. <gasps> yeah. I'm not going to that... go into great detail about it. <laughs> but, es- but essentially, what this is, and hey, 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 again, not kink shaming. We don't kink shame here. Wait, is this the Lord of the Rings one? No. No, no. no. So this this is... Um, about, it's this, uh, uh, <laughs> how do I put this? It's a society of animals who are basically human beings. Um, they kind of remind you of a certain, you know, subculture within our society. Um, and it's all about this wolf who falls in love with a bunny who likes to have sex with everybody. Um what? And and am I am I oversimplifying the plot? Absolutely. But I watch Are you it's, though? <laughs> it's, it's it's like a it's like a train wreck because I haven't quite figured out what the point of the show is. It's it's interesting because I'm like, so what is this show actually about? Like, so is it about the fact that this wolf doesn't want to kill the bunny? But like it's weird because like he's also in love with her. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This story sounds familiar. Yeah, it sounds... It, if you watch it, <laughs> you'll be like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. And again, not going into details about it, because <laughs> I ain't trying to put anybody on blast. But... Mm, oh, honey. Just, just watch the trailer, and that's all you need to watch. <laughs> and even though the trailer will not help you in figuring out what this show is about, because I thought it was about detectives... I got real excited. I was like, oh, it's, a, oh, it's going to be like this mystery. With like, with, it's going to be like Zootopia, but more adult. And it's nothing like Zootopia. Oh, there's nothing a mystery, like all right. I don't, don't, don't want to It's an unintentional mystery. <laughs> got to go look for some clues. Yikes. <laughs> like they were fixing the kiss. <laughs> Danny, Danny, one one day, one day we need to introduce you to uh, Nightmare. Mm. I need you. I need you to. I need you to know what this is because it's it's our duty, really. <laughs> oh gosh! Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I gotta be. It's gotta fair. be a nightmare. Were you turned fair. into an 
Stephen, were we were we given that luxury? Yeah, that Segway. is true. We were, okay. yeah, yeah. we were but boys <laughs> turned into men. Well, I don't know if I don't know if that quite happened. Uh, so before all of the theaters decided, oh, it was whoa. I got the chance Transition. to see the Invisible Man in theaters. Thank, thank you for and ruining it, Stephen. Lindley, go ahead before Stephen says something else. I down my seat before sitting like down. That, and to my surprise, I really enjoyed it. Um, if you don't know what the Invisible Man is about, it is, it is very different. This version is very different from the classic Claude Rains version of the Invisible Man, where a guy becomes invisible, kind of goes crazy in the process, and then makes everybody's life a living heck. Uh, this one is about another guy who is making a specific woman's life a living heck, but not because he's a crazy mad scientist, because he is a crazy, abusive uh, stalker, no good excuse of a dude. Exactly. I have very little sympathy for people like that. But it follows Elizabeth Moss. She is the protagonist of the story. She escaped a, a awful abusive relationship. She gets word that Boo. her ex has died. We don't like that. But all of these strange things keep happening, and she comes to the conclusion that he's not dead, but has made himself invisible. It is a and. I will preface this with saying I I was hopeful, but I was cautious because of what happened with The Mummy back in 2017. And it is a creation of Blumhouse, which I don't have the best opinion of Blumhouse. I admire their business model of make it cheap and get a great profit because it is smart business, but I'm not always a fan of the product they put out. This was a really well done movie. I have a couple criticisms, but for the most part, it was really well acted from everybody. Uh, the protagonist was likable. You were really cheering her on and wanted people to believe her. And I'll get into the belief part later. Uh, the effects, the, there were some moments where the CGI was a bit iffy, but the practical effects when the invisible man is invisible and just wreaking havoc on this woman's life. It's, it's really good. Uh, the pacing is really good. Uh, the script is pretty good. I, I really enjoyed it. And again, I was surprised. And there is a, there are people making the argument, uh, the, the neck beards of, we, as we have called them, that it's like, too feminist or what have you but it's it's the invisible man has been given this message of believing victims and it's an important message especially in these times that we need to focus on about if someone says something has happened even though it seems incredibly unlikely they need to be heard they need to be listened to the threat of what's happening to them needs to be taken seriously. And that 
was made very clear in this movie and i appreciate that and of course that comes along with all the paranormal and science fiction things that come along with a movie called the invisible man but overall it was very good i was very surprised at the pacing like it did not waste time which in a movie like this it, it's easy to to get hung up on things like small jump scares or get hung up on scenes that really don't have to do with the plot but they've trimmed the fat of the script and i really appreciated that so overall yeah this was a huge improvement it had nothing to do with a shared universe there's no in credit scene where uh, Russell Crowe comes to Elizabeth Moss and says, I want to talk to you about the Prodigium Project. And it gives me hope, or it gave me hope, because, like, look, this is a solid movie in its own right, in a universal monster setting that doesn't have to be connected <laughs> to a shared universe. It did well at the box office before everything shut down. And it was a solid movie. And it didn't have to be in this big cinematic universe. And then right after this movie became a pretty big success. Well, I won't say big success, but a, a solid success for Universal and Blumhouse. We got a couple pieces of news. The first of which is Universal. And I'm getting all the sources from Universal Monsters Universe, which you can check out um, their Instagram and their website, which I may help write and do social media for. Um, just came out with director James Wan is going to be creating a Universal Monster picture that it's implied that it will be in some sort of universe. The words dark universe were not used. Uh, but James Wan, I'm trying to double check and see what he's done. Um, James Wan? I thought that was someone else. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. He did um, Aquaman. But I think he's going to be working mm -hmm. with Lee Whannell, who did mm -hmm. The Invisible Man. He did Man, Aquaman. About uh, a new Fast, project. One and the I Fast think, and Furious movies. I think the, yeah. the implication um, that the it's going Saw to be guy, some sort of Frankenstein film. That it's going to tie into some universe. But again, we're not clear. It's just the only news we have for sure is that he's working on a universal monster project. And not only that... We got another piece of news that Blumhouse and Kieran Kusama is going to be directing a Dracula film. So we have an, a new Dracula film, which Dracula, Dracula is in right now. I, the, with the BBC series and other things, we've got a female director tackling Dracula, and I have to say, I am very excited about this, and this is why. There's rumors about making Dracula female, which I'm like, if you wanted to do a female vampire movie, then do something like Camilla. Don't turn Dracula. Like, fine. If you want to make it female, fine. Or, you know, take lesser-known vampire projects and bring them to light. 
But the reason I'm excited about a female director for Dracula is that I recently saw Classic Stages production of Dracula, which they were, um, they were marketing as a feminist take on the story. And that, you know, can make some people cringe, but they did it really, really well. There were some changes, but it stayed very close to the source material. And it did justice to people like Mina and to Lucy. And heck, they made Van Helsing female. And it became this story about how, you know, men kind of in that day and even nowadays have this image of like a woman has her place and about them going beyond that and it was just so so good and I am very hoping this director saw this version of Dracula because it would make such a good movie so yeah the it seems like the dark universe is not done yet if it goes in the direction that Invisible Man did then there may be hope if they backtrack and backslide to trying to make it all one universe we could be in trouble Lots of lots of monster goodness coming out. And hey, for those of you who didn't get to see Invisible Man in theaters, it's Universal is making it available to watch at home on VOD. Gotcha. I think that's the streaming platform. Mm. So yeah, if you didn't get a chance to mm. see it then, you'll get to see it soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not the greatest. Well, I think I might movie um, in the world, but what they did with it, I, I think I might really try. I like the new take on it, and it was it a solid. Myself. It was a solid movie. Um, because I have, I've heard, I've heard mixed things about it. I wanted to hear, I wanted to hear what your take on the movie was. Um. Well, I feel like you know when you when you when you talk about a scary movie, I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you have to you have to allow yourself to kind of suspend your disbelief, um, and just and just buy into the world that they're selling you, if even if that world is kind of ridiculous to you know to some people, um, you know it's kind of like I see it in the same vein as like you know a superhero movie. You know, we're talking about, you know, like, oh, like, what's his name? <laughs> That's so dumb. It's like, but it's a, it's a, it's a superhero movie. Like, you do realize, like, you're, you're watching a movie about a man in an iron suit, right? Like, that, that can't happen. You know, if you're watching a movie about an invisible man, guess what? Just, if you bought the ticket, allow yourself to, like, to live in that world for the next, you know, hour, hour and a half, two hours. Um, it's going to be fine. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I speaking of which though, um, cause night. Linda, you did mention that Invisible Man, uh, is going to be on a video on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of other movies have switched over. Uh, Frozen 2 is now available. Um, much, 
much earlier than um, much earlier than what was anticipated. And I I think I think that this honestly is the way to go is that we should be looking at for right now we should be looking at allowing allowing theater companies the choice or more theater companies need to be making the choice to say let's just release it online you know whether it is video on demand where people have to pay five bucks to watch it um or put it on put it through your your already established um digital streaming service um you know we because so many movies have gotten um production has halted uh and and tv shows um all of the marvel tv shows that all the productions have stopped um they have pushed back officially they have pushed back uh black widow um fast nine has been pushed back um, yeah, it was the Mulan. first one. Uh, so many different, so many different movies yeah. have are are being affected by this, and uh, oh, yeah. James Bond um, mm-hmm. got got pushed. Um, matter of fact, I think James Bond was one of the first movies to get pushed. I think that's when you know everyone's kind of like, whoa, yeah. you know, it's like this is this is you know, this, and, it, and it was already serious. But you guys know what I'm saying. Like everyone's like, oh, I guess this is more serious than what we initially thought. Um, I feel, I feel like, I, I get it, I get it that they don't want to lose money. You know what I mean? Like, I get it that they, that it's much more lucrative to put it in theaters where you can charge X amount of dollars. You can charge like up to $20, probably more for a ticket to go see a movie and people will pay it. Like, I get it. I really do. But in terms of people seeing your movie and actually giving it much 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 um, better praise or much better reception than what it would have gotten at theaters i feel like you should go the route of putting it on your streaming services um we talked about lady and the tramp when (laughs) disney plus first came out and it was kind of like well disney plus came out i might as well watch it and it was great (laughs) it was it was very it was very fun it was very cute it's one of those movies again had it come out in theaters, everyone would have complained. We probably would have complained on the show. Like, why are we making this? Why is this happening? Why are you making me pay $20 to see this movie? I'm not going to go see it. Um, but because it was on a streaming service, all of us got a chance to mm-hmm. see it. And all of us were like, oh, this actually is really nice. Um, <laughs> you know, all, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Always Be My Maybe. That came out out of nowhere, and that like you know, Keanu Reeves is still a meme because of that <laughs> because of that movie. Um, and I just feel like there are so many there's so many upsides right now to just putting out your product and allowing other people to see it. Um, you know, we talked we talked a little bit before about um, watching wrestling with no audience. Um, they're still they're still putting mm-hmm. out their product even though you know it's like how oh, how many people are going to really watch now that no one's no one's there you don't have that crowd you don't have that energy um it creates a different experience but people still enjoy it people still talk but about that's, it that's because they're putting the focus on 
the athleticism and the the theater of it. Yes. You know, it's putting the focus on the actual superstars rather than them playing to the crowd. Mm-hmm. They they get to do their actual work. So Exactly. And I feel and I feel like if you just if you just committed to saying like, okay, look, we want to get we want to get money, but at the same time, we don't want to ruin our whole film schedule because that's um, unfortunately that's that's kind of what's going to end up happening. Because when 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 this is all done, right, whether it is, you know, right now they're talking about August, right, that this that at the earliest, that's when everything could be done. So you're going to wait that long to put out your movies that you spent Mm -hmm. millions and millions of dollars on. Get that money back, get that money back, get that great publicity. Cause guess what? If you put, if you put a movie on stream on a streaming service, right? You put it on that streaming service or you put it on video on demand, especially on video on demand, people will pay to see it. I will pay money to watch the next James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. If I can see it, if I can see it from my TV in my apartment, guess what? Here is my $5 or 10 or $15, you know, if you want to <laughs> upcharge it cuz it's in HD. Here's my money, you know. Let me watch that movie. Because guess what? Everybody's going to be talking about it. Everybody's going to be much more receptive because guess what? Where else are they going to go? And isn't that it isn't that the big goal for like all of these production all these companies, all these big production studios to say, I want my movie to be the talk of the town. I want it to be so well received. I want to get all the money from it. I want to get this. I want to get that. Bro, put it on streaming. It will be the talk of the town. I have yet to see a movie that has been so. like just except for the Irishman. <laughs> that has just been like flat out just panned. I even watched. Um, I watched. I was trying to figure out the movie that I watched. Spencer Confidential. Did you guys watch that? On how is that? I've never heard of that. It's, so it's a new movie. It's a Mark Wahlberg movie on Netflix, and it's it's it is based. Yes. Yes. And yes, he. Is. It's a play on um, L.A. Confidential, where there's a mystery. You know, it's kind of, it's this, like, new age noir. It's It has no real, like, real noir elements, but it's a mystery, nonetheless. Um, and it is goofy. If you put it out in theaters, this would have been straight to the $5 bin. But you know what? I loved it. I was sat there. I was like, this is so dumb. I love this. Like, I did not, like, I did not do any sort of work. I just sat back, I relaxed, and I watched this movie. And because it had recognizable faces, to me, that only elevated it. In a time where you have so many choices, you know, Danny talked about earlier in the show about having, you know, like, hey, choose only one streaming service. In a time where you have so many streaming services, that's the type of thing you want. You want your streaming service to have that one movie that everyone's talking about or that everyone has referenced so that they're like, whoosh, I'm going to watch this and nothing else and i don't care how ridiculous it is i didn't have to pay extra for it i'm going to watch it there's nothing wrong with that 
at all in the slightest. If I may offer a counterpoint. Of course you are. Would you, would you, let's say Avengers Endgame, a movie like that, uh, was, did not come out last year. Let's say it was coming out this year and it was one of the movies affected by this. Would you still feel the same way? Yes. You would want them to release it on streaming yes. early. Do you think it would be as big though? Yeah. People still would people still would have seen it. Absolutely. The only thing the only thing that you would have missed really from seeing it in the theaters is seeing some of those great shots in the final battle where it it literally takes up the entire screen, and yeah, you kind you do miss mm-hmm. out on that experience of like everybody's cheering and everyone's like crying together. You're getting that real like that that experience that you only really get from a stage play. You get that from you get yeah, that from right. a a movie. But at the end of the day, guess what? You still really want to see that movie. And it doesn't matter on whether or not you see it in theaters. Some people didn't see it in theaters. Some people waited till it came out on DVD, on Blu-ray. Some people still haven't seen that movie and for some reason still complain about spoilers. I don't know how you've gone this long without seeing Endgame and not getting spoilers. Please teach me your ways. But I'm like, just, I, I mean, like, let let us let us watch it. Let us well, see it. it. You know, Rise of Skywalker. Digital you know, as already. as you know, as you know, flip a coin, and it, you know, it depends on who uh, you know how you felt about that movie. Um, that movie, in all honesty, should be out on Disney Plus right now. Right, but I'm saying put it on your streaming service again. If you have a movie that people want to see, you know, if people want to see Frozen 2, if people want to see Rise Skywalker, if people want to see Black Widow, and the only way that you can see it is through Disney Plus, do you know how many people will get Disney Plus? If you have those three movies, or if you say, or if Netflix came out tomorrow and said, we are going to release um, No Time to Die, yeah, but we're you going also to have release. To how... uh, Fast Nine, you know, we're going to release, and they'll throw in one other movie. Like, no extra charge, no nothing. That's where you can uh, see these three movies. You think people aren't going to try to go screen. on there and be like, oh, I just found something to do for the evening. Right. They're... If it meant that I didn't have to socialize with people during this time, yes. Because think, because think about this: you can't have that experience right now. Well, that's it's a different perspective. I think that right now people have a they're viewing things in a different way, mm-hmm. and I know that sounds crazy, but the way that you're taking in these movies and these television shows are different because of the circumstances because you know that you can't go and have that experience outside mm-hmm. at a movie theater I will say this I do agree that if if Endgame was scheduled to come out now mm-hmm. I would want to still see mm-hmm. it and I would I would want to see it on a small screen and then when they release it in the movie theater 
I would go see yeah. it and pay money to see it in a theater. Yeah. I mean, people paid. I mean, I I paid to see Endgame, I think, three times. I paid uh, money to see uh, Black Panther twice. Um, right. You know, and, and actually, all right, so here's a better example. Um, WrestleMania. Big spectacle. Oh, I, I love it. Going there, there is nothing like it in the world. If you're not a wrestling fan, go to a live event and you will finally, you'd be like, oh, this is what people are talking about. This, this is what people it. like. It's not like the horrible acting and the bad storylines. It's this energy. It's this energy that you cannot replicate on the small screen. And that's true. That doesn't mean, however, even this year, with it being essentially with a closed audience and they're going to do it in multiple locations and in two different nights, I'm still going to tune in to watch it because it's still the biggest event of the year in regards to wrestling and you you're not you're not gonna miss it and they and the thing is and vince mcmahon he knows that which is why he's still gonna keep it going because he's like well what else are you gonna do you're gonna buy my network and you're gonna watch wrestlemania because you've got nothing else to do right now that's the other thing is that things with them releasing movies um that we cannot go see it is giving people something to do. Because what I am finding is the longer that you are in your abode and you cannot go anywhere and the more that things are shut down, you are trying (laughs) to find ways to not go insane. And and, and that's, that's the truth. I mean, I'm grateful to have work to do during the day, but at night I'm like, oh dear. Tomorrow is coming. What do I do? <laughs> so you know, I you're, you're trying to fill that. Like yesterday night, no, I Olympus no, has that's like watching Contagion. I've never seen it before, and I, I don't. I mean, it's a great movie, circumstances, but no. Why am I watching a disaster movie? I watched The Untouchables on, the other day. On top of that, I watched nope. Outbreak before that. So, Why'd you do that nope. to yourself? <laughs> No, no. <laughs> oh, but I really want to watch Contagion, though. I couldn't or, find Contagion. While you're waiting for no time it's to It's so good, but it's out. so scary right I now. I would have watched <laughs> that. Has I just want to let you know, on Netflix, the there is a Bond movie called Pandemic. All the way yes. Or it's, a se- it's a series called Pandemic. It's next for on my free. list. Um, <laughs> it's because I'm, glut- I'm a glutton for punishment. But, <laughs> or what? Uh-huh. Plug, 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 plug. Hmm. Well, that's something. You can, you can. And there are, don't get me wrong, there are still, there are plenty of things to do. You know, you could listen to your favorite Film Talk podcast, for instance. (laughs) Um, You can, you can go outside. You can do you can talk to yes. you can talk to your friends that you haven't talked to in a long time. Uh, hey, cat, don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you back soon. Um, by the time you've heard, by the time you've listened to this podcast with John, surely I've I've left talked to you by then. Um, but still, you 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 have these you have these things that you know just, will make people it. happy, and I feel like right now, especially. 
Um, if you have the ability to help people and make them happy, just do it. Just do it. You know, like we we made this podcast right now, and hopefully yeah. some hopefully someone like was is 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 sitting there and saying like, oh, you know what, like. I'm so glad I listened to Popcorn Power today, or I'm so glad that I listened to this pod to a podcast today because everything in the world just seems really horrible right now. Everyone's sad. Everyone's angry. I just need a I need a a mental break. An audience, please. I want you to hear me on this, okay? I I really want you to take some time for yourself. Go do something fun. You know, watch a movie. You know, hey, if you heard like a topic on here that you want to debate, maybe you, maybe you, uh, you know, mm-hmm. think that they should uh, release the movies or they shouldn't release the movies. Start that conversation with somebody. See if they agree with you. See if they disagree with you. Because guess what? There's nothing better than talking, than arguing about something that doesn't matter. You know, because then once you're done with it, you're like, Ah, well, that felt good. I was able to let out some aggression. And at the end of the day, guess what? Nothing really happened. The world didn't end. Friendships didn't end. No one's angry at you. No, you know, everyone's just, everyone just feels better because they're able to let out that aggression somewhere. (laughs) Also, watch Creed 2, Creed and Creed 2, because guess what? You will definitely let out a lot of steam as you're watching Donnie just beat the crap out of I can't remember the I can't remember his son's name, but Ivan Drago's son. Ah, so good, so good. It is a good movie. Uh, it's, it, it still holds up. Um, but audience, <laughs> listen, it is it is late. Um, I don't know about you guys. It is hot. It is so hot. It feels like spring. Um, oh, it's hot here. I, I almost wore shorts. <laughs> so enjoy enjoy that. Um, <laughs> uh, but before we leave, uh, if you guys want to, uh, if you want to talk to us or you want to know a little bit more on like what we are getting into, uh, you can find us in a variety of different places. Uh, Danny, where can the folks at home uh, reach you? Hi, folks at home. You can reach me on Twitter at aka.warner. Or you can reach me on Facebook at Danny Caroline. Uh, I look forward to talking to you guys. Stephen, where can the folks at home reach you? Folks at home, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at St. Albrey. Uh, or you can follow my film blog, uh, Bailey's Film Workshop, uh, on Blogspot. Uh, you can also find some of my videos on YouTube. Uh, don't know why I haven't really switched over to Vimeo yet. I'm procrastinating. Well, now seems like the perfect time. <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> yes. Also, I love that your 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 username Saint Aubrey um, reminds me. You sound of more a like Kanye West Little album. John than Kanye right now. Every time you say it, I'm like, oh, Kanye, did you release a new album? Folks at home, <laughs> you can find it's, me. It's just the first <laughs> on Instagram. Say Aubrey, <laughs> at Little Lottie. It's better than 
Universal Monsters Universe, and I am also part of the blogging team for <laughs> Outlander Cast. I Season five, it's happening. It's great so far. This, I feel like stuff's about to hit the fan. So, je suis prêt. Hey you, so much. What? Oh <laughs> <laughs> Folks at home, you can always reach me on that Twitter, though, at Mark, M-A-R-C underscore Leroy, L-A-R-O-Y. Uh, you can also find me on our Twitter, at Popcorn Prattle, uh, at P-O-P-C-O-R-N underscore Prattle, P-R-A-T-T-L-E. And if you would like to hear this voice a little bit more, uh, you can always hear me uh, on Continuum Force, which is gearing up to do season two. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm already, uh, I've already started production on my end. Um, so I know it is going to be a great oh show. It's incredibly written. Uh, and then also, if you would like to... Uh, actually, no, there's two things. There's two places. There's two more places. First is Jaws of Extinction, my first video game. Um, I got real nerdy there. I don't know why. <laughs> it was like, oh, my first video game. Um, <laughs> uh, that was fun. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Please find it. It's coming up soon on Steam. Um, I think it's still in production, but soon, soon. Um, and then also... Uh, there's a new book out. It's called Growth Perspective. Um, and let me tell you something, guys. If you are, whether you were religious or you're not, um, I cannot say enough nice things about this. I did the audio book of it. Um, and I, I am personally, I am personally saying, read this book, Growth Perspective. Um, it is absolutely incredible. It is all about just taking that seed has been planted in you from day one and just realizing that one day you are going to bear lots of fruit but to just be aware that some days you're not going to bear fruit sometimes some days you're going to be out of season in which case you're still an apple tree just not right now gotta grow up gotta grow yeah yeah it's a i can't say enough nice things about it um, but I, but I will. I will cut myself off. I think everyone. I think that is everything. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to watch Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I like Kill Bill. Um, all right. So I think that is everything. So before we leave, audience, I leave you with this: from all of us to all of you, and I sincerely mean this. We wish you peace, love, and tranquility. Take care and stay safe.